0: This is the Ag Queen podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. And speaking of those shaping it is Catherine Bosley, a.k.a. The Cow Nerd. She is an influencer out there online not only educating the public about agriculture, but sharing stories. I found her on a group social media post on Facebook and wanted to welcome her onto the show here today to not only talk about her story, but how she is working to promote agriculture and be an advocate for the industry. Yeah, it's definitely a combination between education and entertainment. I think that is a perfect way to explain what you're doing and how you're doing it. We'll talk more about that in just a moment. Tell us more about yourself and your background.
1: All right. So I'm 20 years old, and I grew up on my family's dairy farm. We milk about 50 registered jerseys up here in northern New York. And I've been working with cattle since, well, basically I was born. I've been showing since I was two years old. And I also have a little bit of a beef background. My grandpa's retirement project is working with um American British White Park beef cattle. So I've done a little bit of showing with them as well, but dairy's really my first true love, we could call it like that. And I actually, I just graduated with my bachelor's in animal science from the State University of New York at Cobleskill. So that's been really exciting.
0: <laughs> because it is interesting when we think of New York, we often think of New York City but actually, New York has a lot of agriculture and a lot of dairy in it. Yeah, dairy is
1: actually our number one agriculture industry.
0: So now that you have graduated from college, what do you want to do now?
1: So I actually have a particular interest in applied dairy cattle genetics. So I'd like to get mm-hmm. a master's in that, perhaps get a PhD. I want to get a master's first to make sure I like it enough to get a PhD in it, if that makes sense. Good for but, you. Yeah, yeah Eventually what I'd like to do is actually have a half research, half teaching professorship at a university. Cause I found, especially with my countered page that I really do like the communication and teaching aspect as well. But I really love the science too. So kind of a way to combine both of them together.
0: Just generally speaking here today, oftentimes in our minds, when we think of scientists, we think of quiet, reserved, and conservative people, but you're not that at all. You are doing things in a new, useful and unique way. So the funny thing is, is I didn't have
1: social media until my senior year of high school. I just I didn't have it at all. I just got a Snapchat at that point. And then in college I got a Facebook for the first time. Like there's literally no reason it's just I didn't feel like it before. And then I saw other people advocating for agriculture, like Jess Peters from Pennsylvania, as well as Derek Josie from Oregon. They were real big inspirations for me. They both have jerseys too, so (laughs) a little extra there. And I saw that, and then I kind of, growing up, I kind of had the experience, even though I'm from a rural area, I graduated from one of the largest, more slightly more urban like high schools in my rural county. So not that many people were from farms directly. I mean, some have like grandparents or aunts and uncles and stuff, but they weren't directly involved in agriculture. So it was kind of a disconnect I always felt growing up. And I really wanted to connect people back to agriculture.
0: I know you mentioned, Catherine, you're fairly new to Facebook about three years in. As I was just going through some of your more recent posts I notice, of course, you, you talk about educational things, but what else do you put out there? What are other kinds of pieces of information that you like to put out on social media? So
1: my favorite area is on animal welfare and taking care of cows. That's really my thing. It's what I love the most. And I definitely am more of a cow side person. I do sometimes have posts on environmental stewardship and nutrition because they're both really important topics but my bread and butter really is on cow care and of course calf care as well. I really love working with calves as well. And I really, my big thing is myth busting Monday. So every Monday I take a big dairy, sometimes general agriculture myth, and then we break it down and bust it. Sometimes there's grains of truth in the myths. Other times they're just kind of nonsense.
0: Catherine, can you share with me an example of a myth-busting Monday? How do you know that your milk that you're buying in the store is from a good farm? Because
1: you have no idea where it's from. Obviously, there are ways to kind of pinpoint it down, like where's my milk from.com. You can put in the plant code on the top of your milk container, and it'll give you an approximation. But it's hard to know exactly where it's from if you're just buying from the store. So I actually talked about the National Dairy Farm Program. So FARM is an acronym actually, Farmers Assuring Responsible Management. So our farm is a part of it, as well as the cooperative AgriMark that we ship with. They own the Cabot and McAdam cheese brands. So that's where our milk goes into. And I talked about how actually the National Dairy Farm Program has a 99% participation rate in the U.S. Mm So virtually all the milk you're going to buy in the store, the farms are certified through this program, which the big part of the program is animal care, but they also have parts on environmental stewardship and food safety, as well as employment, you know, workforce welfare, things like that. But the big bread and butter is the cow care part of that program. I
0: love that. I think everything you said is so awesome. And generally speaking, what kind of feedback do you get?
1: So I kind of have a mixed audience. So I do like to, I like having the other farm people on here as well, because sometimes they add interesting things. But my favorite audience is the general public. And actually, one of my favorite relatively new followers, she used to actually be vegan, but then saw pages like mine, and then mine as well, and then kind of opened her eyes to Oh, like you guys actually care about your animals and the environment and food safety. And she kind of came back into it again. And I always thought that was, that's kind of like the coolest thing she had commented about that on a few of my posts. And I was always happy to have her around. And well, obviously, sometimes you get a little negativity
0: here and there, but that's yeah. The grand majority yeah. is positive. Good, good. In my opinion, Catherine. In order for agriculture to be able to message and decide what we're going to say and how we're going to say it, we need to know what other people and what the consumer is saying about the industry, right? Yeah, definitely. Because
1: even though you're not necessarily always going to convince everyone, you have to kind of keep an open mind. Because if you have a more closed mind than the other side,
0: people are going to see that. Yeah. Catherine, do you have any particular goals for this cow nerd advocacy platform? So I'm
1: always interested in growing. So I was actually really happy. I recently um, hit the 6K benchmark for Facebook, which I was really excited about that because I never really would have expected that at that point. So I'm also focused on Facebook. I do have an Instagram page that I post on regularly. So Instagram's a a little bit smaller for me, but I still consistently post on there and we have a fun time in there. I interact a little bit more with other advocates too, because we follow each other back a lot.
0: I know you mentioned to us earlier in the show on what you want to do in animal genetics, but do you plan on sticking close to your family farm or do you know where you want to head after you get done with your education? It depends.
1: I would like to I don't necessarily want to take over the farm I have a younger brother who is particularly interested in likely taking over the farm so eventually obviously becoming like a professor and professional in the industry I've always wanted to be more on the science side of the industry but as kind of a hobby I would like to you know buy a few of our cool genetic lines and show because we show quite a bit so
0: and I'm just curious, Catherine, what is your favorite part about showing your dairy animals?
1: I really love the animals. So I really like seeing well, all of our hard work, not just for that year and getting the animal ready, but also for the generations that we put into into the breeding part. That's what I really love the genetics part, of course. And I really love seeing that. And then a lot of times you have very good genetic lines And we'll keep showing, you know, the daughters of ones that we've shown, sisters to ones that we've shown, granddaughters and so on. And I just really love seeing that progress. And when we sell animals and seeing them and their offspring in the show ring, even against us, is really cool.
0: Catherine, I just think you're one of the neatest people ever. Thank you so much for interviewing with me. You being young and you taking charge and educating other people as they're up and coming in their families and will be making decisions on what kind of food and and where they buy their food for their families, you're helping influence that. And I just commend you for that. Is there anything else you wanted to mention or point out today? I mean, I can't think of anything. It has been a pleasure having Catherine Bosley on, otherwise known as the Cow Nerd on her social media. You can find her on Facebook. You can find her on Instagram as well. If you look on Instagram, it's cow underscore nerd. And that will do it for today's edition of the Ag Queen podcast. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. Until we meet again, I'm Lori Boyer.